Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. G'day, Dan Elich here from Irrational Fear. This is not a normal episode of Irrational Fear. No, this is a episode of the podcast News Fighters, a daily news comedy experiment from Dylan Bain, who works as the DJ and editor for Irrational Fear. It's a really fun experiment. If you enjoy it, I suggest you go over to the podcast page for News Fighters and join up because some of the other hosts are also brilliant. I mean, I'm very brilliant, sure. But also you've got Greta Lee Jackson, Mark Humphreys, Chris Taylor and Jake Stone from the band Blue Juice. They're all hosting their own episodes as well. So enjoy this. This is News Fighters and next week we're going to be delivering you the 10-year anniversary show from Hungry Beast. Um, We all got up on stage last Friday night, got drunk and told great stories about our time on Hungry Beast. So that's going to come to you in this feed next week. All right, see you later. Enjoy News Fighters. Today, Energy Minister Angus Taylor mangles his insider's interview. Well done, Angus. Taylor Swift has cancelled her appearance at the Melbourne Cup for fear of being put down by animal rights activists. Scott Morrison announced he'll spend $150 million to help America get to Mars. It's all part of the Coalition's new off-planet detention policy. Meanwhile, in the Canadian election, the Green Party has announced they'll decriminalise all illicit drugs. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has gone one step further, pushing for the full decriminalisation of brownface. This is the News Fighters Daily Pilot Week. For Sunday, September 22nd, 2019, with your special guest host, Dan Illich. Welcome to News Fighters. I'm your special Pilot Week guest host, Dan Illich. Coming up, my lunch, because I'm hungover. But then on today's show, political podcaster Josh Zepp stops by to talk about PM ScoMo in DC. And we check in with our new finance reporter, Rodney Todd. But first, let's start with the big interview doing the rounds today. Energy Minister and Lego Man Angus Taylor on ABC's Insiders. Now, for those of you who don't know Angus Taylor, he's probably best remembered for commenting on his own Facebook post during the election campaign, where he wrote, Fantastic! 
Great move. Well done, Angus. Friend Kelly kicked off the interview by talking about Friday's school strike for climate action and putting chocolate milk in the bubblers. Hundreds of thousands of school students were Mm. marching and keep on marching because they're worried about the future of the planet. Are you worried? Well, it's good to see we've got active citizens amongst our kids and we always encourage that. Yes, and nothing says civic encouragement like raids on journalists and threatening whistleblowers with jail sentences. Fran finally nailed him down on the fact that our emissions are actually rising. The facts are, and these are facts coming from the government's own numbers, is that emissions are going up in Australia, not down. So how are we going to overachieve, as you say? Going in the wrong direction. Now, we can cherry-pick time periods. How dare the ABC cherry-pick time frames such as the last five years? Angus Taylor would never cherry-pick. Where is the sign that we are cutting emissions? Well, well, Fran, if you exclude gas exports... Angus Taylor wants to exclude gas exports because they're so big. It's a bit like your girlfriend saying, hey, you need to stop drinking so much alcohol. And then you reply, I don't really drink that much alcohol if you exclude all the beer... Taylor blamed our rising emissions on the exporting of gas, which is very energy intensive. It is now the biggest in the world, our LNG export industry. Now, we wear emissions from fugitives and from the the, the compression of the gas, which requires a great deal of energy. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What was that? Now, we wear emissions from fugitives. And if you're wondering, no, fugitive emissions isn't a category on Pornhub featuring wanted criminals. No, fugitive emissions is unintended emissions like leaks from gas pipelines and farts in bed. And according to the Climate Council, in 2017, Fugitive emissions accounted for 10% of Australia's emissions. 10%! And due to our booming LNG sector, it is only going up. But Taylor argues exporting gas makes greenhouse gas emissions go down in other countries because they're not burning coal. Well, well, Fran, if you exclude gas exports over the last recent years... Why would we exclude years, them? Were you well, planning because, on phasing them out? Because, frankly, they are reducing emissions in our customer countries, in South Korea, Japan and and and, uh, and China, of but course, which on, is a on, very Minister. big... But hang on, Minister. If our gas if our gas exports are reducing emissions in other countries, what about yes. our coal exports? Are they increasing them? Well, the growth has been in our gas exports. Look, we've gone from having We are the world's second biggest coal exporter, aren't we? Hold on a second. Just because we're exporting emissions doesn't mean we're reducing ours. That's cheating. It's like if I shit in my neighbour's garden instead of my lounge room floor, I'm still shitting somewhere. Levels of outdoor shitting are just increasing. And despite Australia's emissions going up last year by about 1%, Taylor said we're still on target. And that balance is now the key. We're reaching our emissions targets way ahead of time. But just because we have targets doesn't mean they're low enough. It's like saying your target is to only run over one pedestrian on the drive home from work. Now, by my maths, that's still too many pedestrians. On top of all of this, Taylor even seemed confused about how to actually reduce emissions. We still don't know as a globally, exactly how we can reduce emissions in the steel industry, in aluminium, in agriculture, in transport. What do you mean you don't know? On Friday, you could have asked one of the 300,000 eight-year-olds marching in the street who knew exactly what needs to be done. Fuel these industries with cheap green renewables. And besides that, what is this word? Aluminium. Can you just say that again? Aluminium. Well, I didn't catch it. Aluminium. The other thing about those eight-year-olds is at least they know how to pronounce aluminium. And when questioned why the coalition doesn't just back the National Energy Guarantee, which had bipartisan support, Taylor said this. Well, Fran, uh, the the opposition called it a Frankenstein policy. Actually, when Labor were talking about Frankenstein policy, they were just talking about their former leader, Bill Shortbot. The multinationals get a tax cut, yet we're uh, carrying out cuts to our hospitals for hip surgery and arthroscopy. and our cataracts. In conclusion, you don't have to be a cherry picker to know that Angus Taylor's muddled, hypocritical and misleading interview on Insiders this morning smelt worse than a fugitive emission. 
However, looking back, I think Angus Taylor would say it was fantastic, great move. Well done, Angus. It's time now for a new segment called United Mates of America. With ScoMo in Washington and the Democratic primary debates underway, American politics expert Josh Zepp sat down with Dylan Bain to talk all things apple pie, orange man and the Green New Deal. Joining us now on News Fighters is Josh Zepps, an ABC broadcaster who spent more than a decade in the US covering American politics. How are you going, Josh? Hello. Wonderful. Big story of the weekend is uh, Scott Morrison is in Washington right mm. now visiting Trump and being offered a rare state visit with a White House state dinner, usually only reserved for big heads of state. How few friends does Donald Trump have that Scott Morrison is getting a state dinner? (laughs) I think this is one of those ways in which they know that they can please uh, a country that they want to please without actually having any skin off their nose. Because it's fun for them as well. Because Trump, like, it's been said that Trump doesn't want to be the head of the government, but he does want to be the head of state. He loves the pomp and the ceremony and the pageantry of it all. And so for him, yeah, why not throw a a state dinner? I mean, it doesn't matter that you're talking about a middle-sized country lost somewhere in the Asia Pacific which he doesn't pr- probably care about terribly much throw him a bone and have a nice uh, have a nice overcooked steak which is the way that Donald Trump likes it now is it beginning to look a bit like a Bromance? Like, what, what do you think they see in each other? Like, what, what, what do they have in common? Well, I think that there's a certain folksy heartland uh, authenticity that ScoMo exudes that Trump likes. Um, but I also wouldn't overestimate the extent to which Donald Trump has any idea who Scott Morrison is until three seconds before he walks into the room. Moving on to the 2020 presidential race, yes. the, de- the Democratic debates have been underway. Um, do you think any of the candidates on stage at the moment have a chance at, at beating Donald Trump? Yes, I'm not. I'm not of them. Uh, there seems to be a fashionable opinion at the moment that Donald Trump is going to win re-election. Uh, an opinion that I sometimes uh, hear myself state because I want people to be on edge and not to be complacent. But I do think that the Democrats can win this as long as they make themselves a a reasonable sounding alternative, which will get politics back to what it was before Trump blew everything up and and i think the risk here is that they double down on uh, a deeply left-wing uh, rhetoric that frightens people because remember in the states because of the electoral college you're not talking about a national poll at all True. all you're talking True. about is pennsylvania wisconsin mm-hmm. ohio maybe florida and michigan mm-hmm. so you have to you have to you're essentially just pitching yourself to those states everywhere else is already decided but to me just the little bit of the debates i've seen it appears as though the the Democrats are shooting themselves in the foot by not appealing to those states. Yes, they're, they're, they, they, they're, yes. they're, they're, they're going uh, too left wing, perhaps. This is theirs to lose. And, uh, you know, the Democrats never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. Uh, it's entirely possible. I mean, Biden is being seen as the centrist candidate. The mm. problem is he's 184 years old <laughs> and he's bleeding from his eye. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. Literally bleeding from his eye and stumbling over such easy... I mean, he's always been gaff yeah. prone. Maybe he's going after the hipster vote with his record player. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. He was talking about, he's talking about his record players. And, uh, I mean, he, he has clearly lost a certain amount of... Uh, um, mental capacity. Brain cells, yeah. <laughs> yeah brain, brain cells is one way of putting it. I was trying to think of a tactful way of putting it. Uh, and but, I mean, I but I mean, so is Trump, and he's, he's, he's clearly still yeah, popular. Yeah, but Trump is vital. 
Ah, oh, right. Okay. You know, Trump is a Trump is a crazy he's, old man he's not railing. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. And it, look at look at Bernie Sanders. This is not an ageist criticism that okay. I'm making because yep. Bernie Sanders basically and Donald Trump they behave mm. approximately the same way they did 400 years ago. Yes. Like you know yes. they they came out of the womb cantankerous yep. old men. Yeah. And whereas Joe Biden, you look at him even just five years ago, yep. and he had a capacity for language and a certain nimbleness of spirit. Yep. That came across. I mean, I mean to be fair, the Debates are three hours long. I mean, I can barely do a 10-minute podcast. This, this, is a, this is also a very true point. But I, I think when you're asking me, can they win? Some, I'm looking at Pete Buttigieg, the, the yes, m- yep. Mayor Pete, as a, probably a formidable candidate against Trump because I think what you're going to want is someone who is young and sunny mm. to contrast Christian. against uh, yeah, he is also that, but he's also gay, so that offsets the Christianity. <laughs> so that's that's a, six to one half America, a dozen yeah. of another. And then, then, then in, in the in the elite cities, is probably they offset each other the other way. That's true. Yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> now, when, uh, how how long ago did you move back from, uh, from uh, a year and a half ago? And is it, has it been a nice change coming back to Australia, where where Trump is kind of a bit bit more ignored, a bit more disregarded? I often see him up the back of the news bulletin with this with the surfing dog. You yeah, know, that's the, right. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, the panda what, who can't get an erection. Yeah, yeah, what's he done now? Yeah. Rather than. <laughs> That's right. I guess yeah. we had the luxury of distance there. Yes, absolutely. No, totally. And I think we should ignore him as much as we can. Um, now, I know you and probably a lot of the listeners know you from uh, ABC News Breakfast on the weekends. Now, just a, a big question that's been nagging at me is you haven't tackled the big issue that, that Today and Sunrise have been talking about lately, mm. uh, which is uh, how long should you leave your tea bag in for? To the debate on social media over how long to leave a tea bag in the cup. One man on Twitter has sparked the argument after saying he doesn't trust people people who don't leave their tea bags in the mug to steep. Correct. Why is this a blind spot for ABC News 24? Uh, no, I hadn't even seen that. Is that, a, is that what Sunrise has been focusing on? Is it, well, is it how long I, I, leave the tea bag I in? I keep my eye on the news and it just comes up constantly. What's the answer though, Dylan? I think the tea bag companies suggest three to five minutes. It's way too long. Yeah. Because after five minutes, I mean, the tea's cold. Mind you, we have keep cups now though, which, which keep We do. Warm. Being at the ABC, you, you have those, I'm sure. No, I, I defiantly <laughs> refuse uh, the keep cup. Uh, I actually pay 50 cents extra for my coffee just so that I don't have to use a keep cup and I can be as wasteful as possible. And as I pass Craig Rucastle in the hall, I go, watch me throw out my coffee cup, you smug asshole. That's what I say is right to his face. Uh, Hello, Craig. Josh, great to have you here. Anything you want to plug at the end of the show? Oh, well, you can watch me on Weekend Breakfast on the ABC. You can find episodes of my old podcast, We The People Live, on uh, on iTunes. You can listen to my radio national show, The People Versus, uh, on Sundays at four, or also as a podcaster on the ABC Listen app. Very busy man. Thanks for making time for being on Newsfighters. No problem. The Reserve Bank is set to meet this week with rumours that they'll make a further cut in interest rates to discuss this and all the latest in the financial markets. It's financial advisor Rodney Todd. So Rodney, big week in the economy. What grabbed your attention? Well, Dan, there was a lot of economic data this week, but the thing I really want to talk about is cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Right. What is cryptocurrency? Well, it's currency. That's crypto. Could you, can you just elaborate on that a little bit more? No. Okay. So how does one get into cryptocurrency? Well, if you go to my website, rodneytodd.com, and click on the link where it says click here for crypto, it takes you to an exchange where you can buy crypto. Hang on, what exchange? Coinspot. So why do people have to go to your website? Oh, so I'll get commission. I mean, or it's safer to go to my website right. first. Safer. Okay. So, and what cryptocurrency should people purchase? They should purchase Vericoin. And what is Vericoin? It's a cryptocurrency. Yeah, I get that. How is it different to say Bitcoin? 
Well, Bitcoin is proof of work and Vericoin is proof of stake. Okay, what is proof of work and proof of stake? Well, it's pretty self-describing. No, it's not. Anyway, you should go to my website and click the link and buy some Vericoin. All right, how much is one Vericoin? Currently, it's at seven cents. Or you can exchange it and buy Rod Bucks. What's Rod Bucks? It's my new cryptocurrency. It's better than Bitcoin and it's better than Vericoin. How so? Well, you know, it's not mainstream, so you know it's cooler. You wouldn't hear about Rod Bucks in the news. It keeps a low profile. It's good for families. If you're single, it's waterproof. It's fireproof. Unless you want to waterlog it, which you can do as well. Um, it, it, it comes in a variety of colours. Is this not a good description for a cryptocurrency? Well, are you against the environmentally friendly crypto, Dan? Do you hate the environment, do no, you? No, no. Well, then buy some. Okay. Go to my website. Okay, I'm going to your website. It's seven cents each, right? Yep. Okay, I'll just buy one Rod Bucks and see how it goes. Yeah. No, you can't. It's a minimum. How many? 10000 10000 is $700. Dan, that's an investment. It should be, could be worth triple by the end of this podcast. Oh, I don't know. Do it for journalism. Do it. Okay. You won't regret it, Dan. Anyway, I should advise to listeners that um, I'm not a financial advisor. Any advice I give on this podcast is my own personal opinion. What are you doing here? Sorry, Dan. Got to go. Got a plane to catch, mate. See ya. <laughs> That's News Fighters for today, Sunday, September 22nd for 2019. It was written and presented by me, Dan Illich, from Irrational Fear. Subscribe to my podcast at irrationalfear.com. It was also written and performed by Rodney Todd and edited, written and produced by Dylan Bain. Thanks for listening to News Fighters Pilot Week. This podcast will be back soon with regular host Dylan Beham. In the meantime, don't forget to follow News Fighters on social media and subscribe to the pod in your favourite podcasting app and check out our past episodes at newsfighters.com. Thanks for listening. Keep fighting and bye for now. This is the News Fighters Daily Pilot Week where we fight the news so you don't have to. 'ney it's Dan Hola Dan uh hi mate I'm, I'm just trying to find out how my rod bucks are going oh it's been really turbulent since you bought oh yeah it went up from seven cents up to five dollars oh my god Rodney I made forty nine thousand dollars today well, yeah if you cashed out at the right time like I did so what's it worth now oh, hang on, let me check Ooh, it's about point three of a cent what Hang on, Dan. Dos margarita, por favor. Wait, wait. So now my $700 is worth $30? You've got to know when to fold them, Dan. Anyway, I've got to go, man. I've got to, my tacos are getting cold. I've got to go. Fantastic. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.